Ayo, what's going on everyone? Welcome to the Streamcast. My name is Blackamora and I'm so excited to get into it with today's special guest. Now, if you've heard of the name Yasuke, you might have a little bit of a familiarity with where we're going tonight. But I promise you, this is going to be a fresh experience into this name as I introduce you to one of the hottest indie game developers going. Please welcome from Dalliance Studios, Will Guasera. <laughs> Thank you. What's going on, dude? What's going on? <laughs> I'm doing all good, man. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Um, I, I hope I smashed the pronunciation of your last name. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah, we're, got, we're off to our hot start. Um, <laughs> to anyone who may not know who you are, what you do, would you like to give them a brief rundown of the, just that? Okay. Well, um, hi, I'm Wongo Sarah, and I am the director of Dowling Studios, and we are currently creating the game Yasuke Lost Descendant, a new indie game that is uh, Afro-oriented, but there is a lot of other cultures that we uh, tap into as well. Uh, first game that I know of, at least, with an Afrobeats music genre. And um, yeah, there's just a lot to see, and I can't wait for everyone to see it once it's done. Sick. Well, if you know anything about us here at the Streamcast, we are pro-Black, and we love that. We like to see you know, Black developers, Black gamers, Black content creators getting that shine that they deserve. And you are a perfect example of that. <laughs> thank you, so, thank you. Of course. <laughs> I want to roll it back a little bit, though, and get into your mm. earliest gaming memories, if you remember them. Do you remember your first gaming console and your first ever mm. game? Um, I remember my first console was a PS2. Uh, as for my first game, oof. I don't think it was my first, but the one that's coming to mind is, I don't know if you know Beautiful Joe. Yep. Uh, yep, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, that, that's one of the ones that comes to mind straight away. So I think that may have been one of the first ones. And then um, also the Dragon Ball Z Budokai series. That was also... Yes. Banger, one of still my favorites to this day, you know. <laughs> Man, you're saying all the right things today, Will. <laughs> <laughs> Budokai was my series growing up, man. Yep. That's why I, I used to rush home from school just to play some Budokai. Because it was two or three. Man, <laughs> I wish they remade two because I really like the board game aesthetic mm. to the story mode. But yeah, there was a ton of fun to be had with those games, man. Yeah, most definitely. You, you strike me as a, a little bit of an anime guy with the yeah. posters in yep. your background. Yeah. Wavy. I like it. <laughs> I appreciate it. I got a couple more at the other walls as well. But yeah, I'm going to actually get some more. Um, and some oh, nice. Yasuke ones. You know, just Let's go. <laughs> Wavy. So, yeah, so if you were to put down like a top five games, could you do that? Could you list what five games would be your favorite? Okay, I'm a very story mode oriented guy. Um, so number one has to be the Last of Us series. Um, wow. That is, oof, it, I can replay that game or those games too many times. It's crazy. <laughs> um, then number two, I think Asura's Wrath. That one still a classic. Interesting. Yeah, I've, I've been waiting for a remake or continuation or something for who knows how many years, <laughs> but still waiting. Um, then number three, probably 
Red Dead Redemption 2. Solid. Uh, yeah. Number four. What would number four be? Mm. Oh, okay. Probably GTA 5. You know, classic, classic. Nothing too crazy. And then number five would have to be the Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm series. Ah, uh, yeah. another one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honestly, I, I I love those Ultimate Ninja Storm games yeah, so fact. much. Fact. Especially that, that first one for me is something special because mm. I was just coming off the whole Dragon Ball Z fighting game scene. I was like, okay, mm. I think I'm done with that. And then <laughs> Naruto comes up with this amazing retelling of the part one anime. It's so good. Yeah. So, and even then, like, some of the previous games before Storm, like, uh, The Broken Bond, that was another one that was really good, and nice. Rise of a Ninja, I think it was. Yeah, those ones, mm, top tier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking this library, man. There's, there's so much to go into. Um, yeah, what did you think of The Last of Us 2? Because I know that's very controversial. I, okay, I was one of the people, before I'd actually played the game, I was one of the people that heard the stuff that was bad about it. And I was like, oh, you know, as a Last of Us fan, this feels kind of, e, I can't believe they're doing that. But then I actually played the game and I was like, they can be excused. Like there was a couple of issues here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the overall part of like the game, I I loved it. I, yeah, it was, the story was insane. The gameplay was phenomenal. Like, yeah, yeah they killed it with that game. Yeah, I think that's something I've noticed when it comes to criticism towards the game. You've got mm. the people who have heard the stuff, and then you've got the people that played the game. Mm. I find a lot of people who love the game actually played through it, and a lot of yeah. people who have negative or indifferent things to say watch the playthrough or a stream. So mm. maybe there is something to actually get in hands on with that game. But I loved yeah, it. Definitely. Same. Yeah, man. Like, genuinely, the stuff that. Um... Like, literally, the only gripes I had was, like, maybe a few decisions they did with the story. Um, but literally, for the most part, because, like, that's, like, what, maybe 20 minutes of 25 hours that I didn't enjoy. But Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really yeah. <laughs> sick, so. sick. You go from your earliest games, <laughs> your favorite games, and mm. now I want to know, how do you go from playing these games to... Oh, I think I can make one of these. I want to make my own game. How do you make that transition? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so it all starts on my journey when I was uh, 14, 13, 14. Um, so it started off when Dragon Ball came out with a new game, Dragon Ball's Universe. I got it on consoles first. Uh, then that's when I started making my transition to PC gaming. And it started off as like, oh, um, hmm, this character isn't in there. Oh, first you saw people doing mods, of course. And then I was like, oh, this character, no one's modded or whatever. Let me try doing that. Let me learn how to mod all sorts. So that's a whole arc of my life. That was like five years, I think, where um, modding Xenoverse 1 and 2. Um, and from like the creation of the modding, obviously um, built relationships within the community, started to know a lot of people. Uh, in the community, there was teams where we started to make mods together as groups. Um, and then it was one day in 2019, I think it was, um, me and one of my friends from uh, the Xenoverse Modding Days, uh, we were playing GTA Five, and I literally just said, like, yo, what if instead of modding games, we just made a game? Like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, so then 
that's when we, at first we we're like, ha, oh, that's really hard with it. But then we actually tried it. And um, the first ever game that we started to try and make was a JoJo fan game. Um, it was a pixel one, kind of like a Pokemon type of game. Um, okay. And it didn't go too, too far, but the concept was there. And I'm not, I'm going to tell you this right now. The concept, I've saved it for the future because it, it is actually such a sick concept that has to be made, but in due time, in due time. Um, so yeah, that is that was that one. And then he stopped doing it as much, like all the game making stuff and went on mm -hmm. his way of life. Um, myself though, I continued on and that's when I moved on to Demon Slayer Kibutsuji's Curse, which that was the fan game that I would say started to boost my popularity in terms of like um, moving away from the Xenoverse scene and being something different. Um, that's where I started to know a lot of people that I'm still working with now. Um, that's where just a lot of my fan base started to come from as well was this Demon Slayer game because I it was to be pretty big. I can say the details because I pretty much made a video which was my mistake, but I pretty much made a video that was explaining how the game would be. And also like, it was going to be an open world game uh, that is three players um, online and so, so forth. And actually like a sort of RPG sort of game. And mm -hmm. it was very good. Uh, the concept thing, very good, but we didn't get too far in development because um, this was also when I was starting to get into the business side of things more. So I was actually right. contacting companies because I wanted it to go from a fan game to an official license game. Um, so I was contacting these companies trying to figure out like, hey, yo, like, do any of you guys have the game license or whatnot? And you know how like Bandai Namco makes all the anime games. Yeah. So here I was thinking, you know, oh, okay, it's Bandai <laughs> Namco. They probably have it if, the, if anyone has it, right? And mm. I spoke to them and they were like, oh, yeah, we ain't got it, bro. So do your thing. And I'm thinking... Yo, wait, hold on a minute. So does that mean that we're, we're free to free to do this? And then, so we're like, okay, cool. There's no other Demon Slayer game on the market that's being made. We might have a chance here. And then that's when it was 2020. Uh, CC2 suddenly dropped the trailer to Hinokami Chronicles. And I was like, and it just happened to be Aniplex. That was the ones funding and doing that stuff. Uh, so I was I like, ah, here we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, oh, and then obviously later we found out it was Sega that was um, the game publishing side of it. But yeah, that was kind of the downfall of that game uh, because obviously people on the team lost motivation, even mm. myself. And it was like, what's the point if they, we've got this big company one that's coming anyway? Even if it's not our same idea, it's still, you know, a Demon Slayer game, to say the least. Yeah. Um, then during the Demon Slayer game, like towards the end and right after it, um, with like me and two other people, I was doing like a God of High School game as well, um, trying to figure that out, trying to get some stuff. And that one was going all right, but it didn't last too much. So you can see there's a lot of this failed startup projects that happened. Mm -hmm. Then that's when MAPPA had announced the Yasuke anime. Um, and this was, uh, we'd only seen the character designs at this point, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, this is interesting. This is an interesting character. I'm surprised I've never heard of them before. So it's from that I started to actually do my own research into the historical figure of Yasuke. And um, yeah, that's when I was like, oh, maybe this is my, this might got to be what I make a game about, you know? <laughs> um, and it started off making a game just purely on that ancestral Yasuke. It wasn't mm -hmm. on any of this futuristic stuff. And then again, I was speaking to my friend, the one friend who I was working with, um, on it because he he's my friend who does the character designs and he's still on the team as well now uh he helps with the character designs and storyboard things like that and i said to him like 
I don't even like the old timey stuff. I kind of like futuristic things. So like, what if we just take it to the future, you know? And thus was born Yasuke, lost descendant. Um, and now being a descendant of that Yasuke um, and the whole oh, story see. that he's going to go through. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how we ended up to where we are now. And now we're making this game two years deep. Uh, actually, two years as of next month, actually. Um, oh, wow. But, yeah. Um, but to be fair, it was like the first year of development, which I, I feel like this is the case with most games that are developed. Mm. But the first year of development was mostly concepting, getting the ideas of how the game's going to be, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, and then it's mostly been 2022 where development actually fully started properly. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where we are now. And I'll make it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's so wavy. Honestly, <laughs> I, so. My next question, or a future question I was going to ask you was, are you familiar with the Yasuke Netflix series? Obviously you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's pretty dope how you've taken that concept, which is obviously from a uh, real samurai of the same name, and you've mm -hmm. come up with this concept to take it to the future, but while honoring the heritage of its name. Mm -hmm. I want, I, you know, until, before I get into all the, you know, the deeper Netflix you know, <laughs> I want to get into the serious stuff as well. So you said that it took you two, well, you've been working on this game for two years now. Mm. And of course that would mean you would have had to do some work during lockdown. Yeah. Or did you just miss that? Okay. So um, how was that? And I assume things are not as bad now. So <laughs> how was it starting to develop a game in the hell that was lockdown? And how is mm. that compared to, when you know uk government at least has been a bit more lax when it comes to you know all this um working together the office situation and stuff like that mm. um well luckily enough yasuke's development was only around the time of the second lockdown i think mm. um as for the first lockdown that was during the demon slayer game um right what i am actually happy about what i like about lockdown so it's it's a really funny situation right so i was supposed to do retail work like i had hired like uh, hmm. what's the word? um i tried to go get hired for a retail job essentially yeah and um because of lockdown i never could do it and they'd got filled up and all that sort of stuff and obviously people couldn't go out as much um but it was during that lockdown, it meant that I was indoors a lot more, which is where I I would say that lockdown period was my fastest progression for my 3D art skills. Um, so, yeah, because of that lockdown is the reason I was able to improve as much as I did. And then um, lockdown two, um, yeah, it's kind of just because everyone's remote anyway in the team. So it's not been too much of an issue. We're kind of just indoors and doing stuff on our ends and so on and so forth. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's pretty cool. Um, are there any obstacles or challenges that you've come across while developing this game? Um, I would say the, other than yeah, the time and the funding thing, it's like money is the big issue. Because um, let's say for other people um, on the team or whatnot, they can kind of like split their workload, sometimes working on the RSK, other times working on other projects for money and whatnot. Myself, however, because I've had opportunities uh, where like people have tried to hire me and whatnot, but I have to kind of put them down because I'm I have to be focused on this because mm. if the leader's not there, then you know how's that gonna <laughs> crumbles, man? <laughs> exactly. So it's for that reason um, where it's like I can't take these opportunities where I get money 
but I'm still having to put so much money into the project because I have, when it comes to like um, advertisements, when it comes to some of the website hosting and server hosting, buying things that helps us uh, like work, a lot of money has been put into this project, I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah. Um, so it's like, before I kind of managed doing commissions at the same time for my 3D art and whatnot, but now I've not been able to spend as much time with commissions because I'm doing so much more for the game. So it's kind of like now hoping on this final push to our vertical slice that um, once we've made the vertical slice, then we can finally all start getting paid on a salary and this can be like a proper game being made. Um, but yeah, I would say that is one of them. Another is like trying to find the right balance of showing the audience things, um, but not too much, but then also enough to keep them hyped for like a while. So let's say, for example, our most recent trailer and gameplay showcase of the Black Voices in Gaming, um, that was a year since our last showcase, our last trailer. And obviously my wow. whole thought was like, oh, and this be, it's been a year, is this enough for people? Is this like, are people gonna be hyped? Like in hindsight, it's crazy because we had gameplay, we had a new character reveal, we had new music, all that sort of stuff included. That's a lot, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Ace>. so, um, <laughs> we had all that and in hindsight, that is a lot, but it was still just that worry of like, oh, is it enough? And plus, because we hosted in our Discord server, we hosted a watch together for it as the stream was playing. Oh, that's nice. And when I tell you so many people joined, <laughs> I have never seen that many people in a voice chat at once because <laughs> nah, like, um, even though, you know, we have a lot of fans, I like myself, I can see who has been fans for a while. Like I remember names, yeah. I remember pictures, all that sort of stuff. So yeah. it was funny to see people who, they may not say much or they may not like comment or things like that, but seeing the people who were there since the beginning joining in and being like, wants to watch the stuff, it's like, oh, okay, people are still here, people are still here. So um, yeah, it's kind of just like making sure the audience are hyped, trying to keep the team motivation up, trying to make sure I don't crumble apart with money. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I'd say those are kind of like the main challenges I've come across with all this so far. So yeah. Hey there. I don't mean to take you away from the podcast I'm sure you're enjoying for too long, but I just wanted to take this brief moment to thank you. Whether you've tuned into our podcast, you've watched any of our live streams, or you've attended an event of ours, you've all contributed to the success of the Streamcast, and we are eternally grateful for your support. I'm here to let you know that there are more ways that you can support the Streamcast, namely our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com forward slash streamcast, there is all the information that you need to know about how you can support us. And I'd like to take this moment to thank Spilt Milk Studios for being our official Patreon. Make sure to follow them on all the platforms you can because they are a fantastic indie gaming studio full of amazing people. To find out how you can get a shout out just like Spilt Milk, or if you want to know about any of the other perks you can get, make sure to go to patreon.com forward slash streamcast. I like how you've um, put in there that you were featured in the Black Voices in Gaming Showcase because that mm. is, for me, that's huge growing up. You know, you you don't see a lot of Black people just showcasing other Black people or in general. Um, yeah. So it's very important to see, you know, our faces on that screen saying, this is my game. I've worked on this. I'm the leader of this. Um, <laughs> you don't see a lot of us in those top top you know management positions so right. this is the this is the start of the change that we need to see and mm. 
that is amazing like all <laughs> of that is great and, and i love the guys at bvi as well um mm. should give a massive shout out to destiny because facts, facts. she was the one who did the the link up work um yeah she is, I appreciate she her is so talented um and i wish her all the best honestly that is where i saw your trailer and i was like this game is dope you mean to tell me <laughs> you mean to tell me <laughs> this is an indie game it's so it looks really good yasuke looks crisp um i'm a big fan of the presentation because mm. you know i had high hopes for yasuke the netflix series so when I saw your game, I was like, oh, this is so good. Let me check. This isn't related to the series. All right, it's not. Cool. Let's go. Um, the Afro Beats is a amazing choice as well. Um, I'm sure this is going to have an obvious answer, but what made you go with the Afro Beats genre? Well, I guess I, I just love Afro Beats. <laughs> That's it. It's as simple as that. Like, um, not only for myself loving Afro Beats, but with my brother doing music, and it was at a time, I said it on the uh, BVIG uh, interview, I think, but essentially this was at a time where like my brother, he wasn't sure whether he wanted to really stick into Afrobeats because he was kind of going in and out and doing other genres as well. But I was the one telling him like, Ayo, you gotta, you gotta do more Afrobeats because this is lit. And then we just came together and we're like, you know, what if we put your Afrobeats in the game and then bada bing, bada boom, and it all worked out. So um, yeah, man, that's pretty much why we chose it. That is really cool as well. You know, you've got your brother involved. <laughs> I like that. That's very wholesome. The gaming, uh, the music scene is, I would say, even rougher than the gaming scene to kind of get your own foothold in. Um, I think the streaming game has changed how music is looked upon now, not just by consumers, but also, you know, those people on the other side, the record artists, the label, you know, A&R, ARs, um, was it A&R? whoever um and the execs as well it's all looked at in a different light since you know the streaming numbers have become so prominent so yeah. that's a whole other ball game to to deal with and i hope your brother um does well um wish him every success as well uh, i don't know if you want to give him a quick shout out uh yes sure uh omo 9k on all streaming platforms there you go uh, you can actually listen to um which songs of ours that uh, that we use? Um, Alleluia, of course, the main one. That's our main promotional theme and opening theme of the game. Um, that one is out on all streaming platforms as well. Um, and a couple others will be soon. But as for the most part, because um, those are tracks where like he was making them slightly like, oh, you could use this for Yasuke, but they're also mostly his own music. Um, but then the ones that are like strict dedicated for Yasuke, those are going to be out the moment the game's released and we'll just have like a whole album full, full of the Yasuke tracks, which you don't understand how excited I am for people to listen to the Yasuke <laughs> tracks because genuinely, even just the stuff we have so far, but then the stuff that's going to be made, because like, again, I said it on the Black Voices in Gaming uh, interview, but other than Afrobeats, because our cast of characters is diverse with different countries, we include their sort of musical elements and cultures into the Afrobeats oh. as well. So like, for example, let's say the Egyptian character we have has a little bit of Egyptian instrumentation and mm. tones to it and so on and so forth. And yeah, that's, it's just going to be nice. It's going to be sick. People aren't ready. People are ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready, but I cannot wait. <laughs> sounds so good. And I love that strategic choice of waiting until the game's released because sometimes when I hear a song that I really like, I will play mm. it 200 times a day. <laughs> the game comes out i'm tired of the song so yeah, exactly. 
I appreciate you waiting. Um, it's it's almost masterful to get the balance, like you said earlier, giving the people enough so that they're satisfied and they want the next piece of information, but not too much, so that you've either put people off or you've given the whole game away. So that mm-hmm. is another way to show your um your nous really. Yeah. Like, that's the whole thing of mine when it comes to showing this game off is presentation. I've said it throughout the team, and I've said it pretty much on my Twitter a lot as well. It's just presentation. I There's so many chances where, like, um, and this is not to throw any shade to indie developers or whatnot. It's just kind of, like, my different choices. So I know some developers, they, like, let's say they add a new feature in the game. They want to straight away tweet about it or post it or things like that. That is something I don't want to do. I hold off on it. I would rather make, like, wait until we have a bunch of things and then add it into a big trailer. So, for example, um, have you seen our New Year's uh, art style reveal and video? Oh, no, I haven't. You have not? You want me to to check that out now? Yeah, pull that out right now because I'm telling you, Yasuke is different now. Yasuke has changed now. So to kind of explain whilst you're getting that is um, uh, we could have easily, because we've changed the art style and updated it for the Yasuke character models and other things like an elements. Um, we could have easily just posted a character render image of the art mm-hmm. style change. But I was like, nah, I'm doing an animation. So I made an animation. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this animation as well, people may not realize it now because it's just small things, but that animation includes almost every single uh, animation technique that we'll be using for our cutscenes and stuff like that. Things like the impact frames, smear frames, ch- uh, varied frame rate, all sorts of things. It's small. It's slightly like you might not notice it, but it's there. So, <laughs> wavy. I've got it open mm-hmm. now. Do I have your permission to play this on this podcast? Oh yeah, go ahead, go for it. <laughs> all right, sick. <laughs> I'm a jiggy jigga, look at my chain, chain, chain. A jiggy jigga, look at my chain, chain, chain. Jiggy jigga, look at my chain, chain, chain. A jiggy jigga, look at my chain, chain, chain. A jiggy jigga, look at my chain, chain, chain. I can't for now, bring out a bang, bang, bang. It's a new year, but the same old me. Mia, you're up next. Um, I love a lot about that. You know, they got a little light up going as well. Um, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> like, it honestly looks like it's from, I think, double laser thing now. It honestly looks like it's bigger than an indie game. If you didn't tell me that, I wouldn't have guessed that. But you should be very <laughs> you. proud of yourself. I think that's great work. Thank you, thank you. And it's like, let's say with the, um, so with Tanaka's character model, um, there was the teamwork in the case of Hisayo came through with the absolute amazing visualization of how the um, new art style should look. It was a lot of back and forth between me and him, but we got that perfect in the end. Uh, then as I was modeling it, I had Cryptic, our other modeler. He was assisting with like uh, getting the topology and other background stuff working right. And then obviously I finalized it all and made it. And then, but animation wise, so that animation was essentially only three of us that made it, three, three or four of us compared to the whole team. So then when you think about when we start moving on to the full game cutscenes, where it's like the whole team working on it, People ain't ready. <laughs> People ain't ready. Nobody's ready. <laughs> yeah. Sick. Okay. 
So now we're going to get into the game itself. Mm. What type of genre is this game going to fit in? Um, well, it's a 3D anime action hack and slash sort of game. So to I guess to give games that are sort of similar in terms of like gameplay and whatnot, Devil May Cry in terms of fighting and that sort of uh, genre. And then with the movement and how parkour is the main feature, I'd say like Mirror's Edge would be the uh, good reference for that one. Um, okay. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, between Ashura's Wrath and Mirror's Edge, okay, okay. Getting a <laughs> lot of games in there. I like the inspiration. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. So, obviously, this is inspired by your favorite games while growing up, then, the, the mm-hmm. genre that you've gone down. Um, okay, so, multiplayer game? No, single player. No, single player game. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, but will there be the choice of what character you can draw? Um, you're mostly Tanaka. I'll say that. Okay. I'll say you're mostly okay. Tanaka because it is his story. Um, and yeah, I guess that's a whole part of like this. My ideology with the game as a whole is because, as I was saying, I love my story games. I love getting immersed into stories. I have pretty much, I think at least, but from the feedback I've gotten from other people, I think I've done it well, is that the story is written in a way that even if it wasn't a game, it could work as a manga, it could work as an anime, it could work, because I just want it to have that same feel, the same impact, Mm. the same sort of, yeah, immersion that you get in single player games. So I feel like people are going to really love the story as well. That is, I... I actually cried when I read the last chapter, I'm not going to lie. I... (laughs) Because with how impactful the scene is to then like imagining how it's going to be in motion once once we have everything there the voice acting all that so i know that like there's a couple scenes in there that could be like b scenes you know <laughs> so i'm sick okay cool 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 i mean a lot of single player games are just taking up the world's attention now when you look at god of war and you look yeah, at games right. like you know last of us those are the games that are so deeply entrenched in story that, as you said, they could work as manga, they could work as movies. I mean, Last of Us is going to become a TV series. <laughs> like, I feel yeah. games are definitely moving away from strictly, you know, control-based. And now it's like, I'm immersed in this story, I'm in this world, I am this character. Mm. And you're going on this journey that the game is taking you on. And I think that is something that we're going to see in your game, Yasuke, as well. I can tell that there's a lot of story elements that you are trying to hit. You've mm. talked about inspirations as well. I mean, I think it's on course to be in a banger. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I uh, guess like <laughs> the thing I could say, like the my biggest inspiration, and you could take this information as you will, but in terms of story, my biggest inspiration has been Isayama with Attack on Titan. That is like my okay. favorite show of all time. So you can, I'll, I'll yeah. leave that to Sima as it is, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, there, there is a lot to take from Attack on Titan. Um, and without any spoilers, I think they fleshed out so many characters yeah. that in, you can have a favorite and you're not wrong. Yeah. So like, the three points that I love about Attack on Titan the most is one, the insane plot twist that you be getting and you don't expect it. Two, as you said, the fleshed out characters and like everyone has their own backstories and lives that like you actually feel it as well as three, 
the matter of perspective, you don't really know who's right or who's wrong. It's kind of just you perceive it how you want to perceive it. So those are my three main reasons why I like that show. <laughs> hey, I think that's the secret to great storytelling, where mm. if if you angle the story just a little bit, then, you know, certain people aren't the good guy and other people aren't the bad guy, you know? Yeah. Um, I love that kind of stuff where, you know, everything isn't black and white, but everyone's kind of a shade of gray. And depending on the amount of stress or what is going around them at the time, they are, to the outside world, evil or good. So Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, there's the, I don't think that's easy to do personally. So, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's a great talent. <laughs> yeah it really is so dalliance studios is there an inspiration behind the name dalliance 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 well uh so that is kind of like my online tag of dalliance um and it started back in this university as well or maybe actually maybe just before yeah it was before that and it's when i was doing youtube because before xenoverse i wanted to be a youtuber um, but before that, I wanted to be an actor, so that's a whole other thing. But, um, <laughs> so it was during the time I was doing uh, YouTube, and it's funny, but I think I literally did a name generator, and it was like, oh, pick uh, three topics that your channel is going to be about, whatever. And I put like gaming, funny, and something else I can't remember. But it essentially gave me the Dalliance Jest, which was the fourth thing I ran by for a while mm-hmm. until it was when I was uh, stopping this whole Xenoverse stuff is when I just dropped it to Dalliance. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of just been Dalliance. On my, like every other social, it's Dalliance RNG, which the RNG stands for Rinnegan because that, uh, Rinnegan was my whole theme when I did YouTube as well. So I'm kind of obviously keeping that with me and obviously yeah. the purple throughout the, the whole studio and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, so that's kind of why I just went with then Dalliance Studios and obviously bring it up, bring up the name, keep it. <laughs> well, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> You mentioned actor. You wanted to be an actor. Um, mm. I feel like I heard a familiar voice in that trailer. <laughs> Are you voicing the main character? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually voicing two characters in the game. Um, oh, there is okay. Tanaka, but then there is also a villain who... Um, because I've always wanted to voice a villain. And I feel like the voice is so different that people probably won't be able to tell it's me. Um, but... We'll have to see when the game comes out. Uh, I, like that. I like that. You're not going to tell me who it is, are you? Oh, no. <laughs> but um, hopefully it'll be one of those games where people are like, right, is that Will? Is that Will's voice? <laughs> are you going to confirm if, if people work it out, if they piece it together, will you confirm or will you just not even answer? Um, I'll confirm it, yeah. But okay. here's the thing, though. All I'm going to say is that the character who it is I don't think we're going to show in any of the trailers. Oh, he's a, okay. he's a character that we, you got to keep it for the sidelines. But you know, we'll see. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You actually have to play the game to see yeah. who. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So you've mentioned Dalliance Studios. You know, you want this game to take off and be successful and you'd like for this to become you know more of a, a long-term thing where you can pay everyone you know is there a future for dining studios regardless of what happens with yasuke are there more games in the pipeline what's the future of dalliance well um that is a very good question see 
everything kind of revolves on the success of Yasuke for the future of okay. dance because that is uh that's the prodigal son really we've had yeah. like as i mentioned all the failed uh previous like fan games and whatnot but yasuke is the first original ip our literal our studio logo has elements of yasuke in it um because it's like that is what has brought us together the uh the strongest and that is what we feel is going to be the heavy hitter for us like even if we're to do other games it would still always be yasuke that like downey studios are known mm. for um but let's say in the uh, process of moving past Yasuke, um, the kind of hope is, well, two things. Um, number one is there's so many licensed games that I'd love to work on, um, like anime shows and whatnot. Like if I list a few, we have um, Spider-Man is the, go that <laughs> that is the number one. I'm telling you right now, Spider-Man <laughs> is the number one. And now the difference being, because obviously we have like Insomniac Spider-Man, there's no mm -hmm. Insomniac Spider-Man, but ours would be Spider-Verse because we have the stylistic animation. Oh, so okay. bring the twist in that case. Um, then number two, we have shows like, oh, it's, I'm having a blank mind now. One Piece is another one. Um, I would want to do a One Piece game. Yeah, um, Jujutsu Kaisen is another. Um, JoJo, as I mentioned, that game gotta gotta do. It. I that feel game's like coming out. Game. that game's gonna come out. <laughs> Putting it I out there like right now. That could be that that game could be a, a really big one. Um, and is there any others? I made a list to myself somewhere. I need to look at it again. But yeah, it would pretty much be licensed games that I'd want to do and work on, like having the. Uh, being granted the rights to being like these companies say, Yasuke was really good. We want to see you cook this stuff up for other games. Um, so yeah, I would love to do that. And then number two is I actually want the studio to have an anime branch. Um, so we would adapt anime in 3D, of course. Um, and we're going to hopefully touch up upon that with Yasuke as well. We um, I have a few plans of like content that you'll get in the game with just viewable content um but that's for later down the line anyway but yeah that's kind of the second branch of things just being able to do anime content and um not focusing as much on games because especially since our studio right now is very artist based and visual looks um so yeah we'd love to do that sort of stuff um plus even some of our team members are creating their own stories like their webtoon creators and whatnot so being able to adapt their stories into anime form like things like that so yeah <laughs> Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> and that was going to be a question that I asked you, whether you were thinking of making any Yasuke anime elements or an entire series. So mm. I can tell you you're thinking, man, and that makes sense to kind of connect all of the or the brands to as many uh, avenues as you can, just to get as many eyeballs as possible. So exactly. that makes a lot of sense. I hope you get it. I hope you're able to pull out that JoJo's game and <laughs> work on that One Piece game. I don't know if this is a hot take, but I've not enjoyed a single One Piece game. So I would mm. like to see a One Piece game that's actually good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Have you enjoyed the One Piece game? Uh, the the Pirate Warriors were pretty decent. Like, I won't mm. say I love them. I played them for what it is, but I do get what you mean. Like, there's none that's like, the one piece game or something yeah. like that. So I feel like, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel Pirate Warriors was obviously Dynasty Warriors. 
you know that's very fun if you don't mind you know the mashing and all of that stuff but i think yeah. with a story as rich as one piece i think you could really get into depth with some of those characters some of those mm -hmm. arcs i mean if you even if you wanted to cover something that the anime or manga hasn't covered i think there's a lot of depth to the series yeah. um i feel like they got close with the ps2 fighting game but it was missing a little something um but yeah i mean I'm sure they'll get it right. Maybe Odyssey's going to be the one that, you know, is that really <laughs> good One Piece game. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get to play the Marvel Spider-Man game? Uh, yes, I've Marvel Spider-Man played through, of course. Miles Morales played through it, finished it. Like, so Spider-Man is the first game I've ever platinumed. Uh, it had to be done. It had to be done. So. <laughs> You might not be able to tell, or maybe you can, but I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that is those games, they're like absolute inspiration. Then the fact of just the Spider-Verse movies. Mm -hmm. oh, don't even get me started on the Spider-Verse movie. Like, that is one of my favorite piece of film media ever. And the inspiration that we are taking for it, animation style in Yasuke, there is so much. And it's just, yeah, that's why I'm just... <laughs> Very excited to hear that because... I think Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. Facts. Facts. <laughs> I, think, I think it's just the best. And people won't understand or agree because it, it's not live action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think in terms of emotional um, hits, the talent of all the actors, the visuals, mm. the actual story, I think it's quite far by far i think it's the best one and i can't wait for this sequel to come out i'm so literally, hungry literally like oh man when i when that trailer oh it's funny if you'd see my twitter uh, on the day <laughs> of the uh the release like my, my twitter fan base they pretty much know like whenever there's spider-verse content you're gonna be seeing me on the timeline <laughs> <lot with> <laughs> because, yeah man i'd be analyzing everything i just love everything i'd be re-watching the trailer so much um, nah, man. I love the team behind the Spider-Verse movies, um, seeing the stuff they've done. I've wanted to, like, I've literally put it out there, because I've made a Miles Morales uh, model, like, way back in 2020. Um, and it, I think that was the one that also blew up my Twitter account a lot. Um, okay. And I've said it countless times, but if they need an extra character modeler for a few, <laughs> one of the other movies, I'm just saying, I'm here. <laughs> Oh man, I'm sure you know there's gonna be a ton of blessings coming your way, and you know maybe you you'll get to make that Spider Verse game. I would love to play Hopefully. it. I'm just Hopefully. putting that out there. Yeah, because um, I will say like of all of um my games that I have like you know kind of jotted things down and had ideas, that Spider Man or Spider Verse game is probably the other one that is the most concepted behind the mm. scenes and like have the most idea because it's like. It's me and uh, my friend Chisley. He's one of the other teammates as well. We're the ones that are kind of like really creating the idea behind it. And it's like anytime we're just in VC and we have an idea like, yo, this could be pretty sick for that game. You know, it's like quickly write it down, put it in the back burner. And yeah, the moment that we get given that license, we're like, all right, it's time, people. <laughs> so, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get ahead of ourselves, we do have the big game, Yasuke, coming out. Do you have a planned release period that you can say when we can expect that game? 
Um, hmm. It's a hard one. It's a very hard one because with us not working on funding right now, um, timings with work is a lot harder yeah. uh, to kind of know when things are being due for. Um, so, for example, like we're currently working on a vertical slice for our investors because we had just given them an alpha. There was quite a few different investors who asked for, uh, for some stuff. We'd given them an alpha. That was the one for the uh, Black Voices in Gaming uh, showcase. Mm. But they said they wanted a bit more. They weren't fully 100% yet, which I completely agree with because the alpha we made for that uh, showcase was done in two weeks for the most okay. part. Wow. Yeah, like because we didn't get the deadline date until not like you know it, was, it wasn't mm. that far off. Um, yeah. So within those like two weeks, we had to make an alpha and at least good enough for showcasing, as well as finishing off Oda's model and rigging it, and then also the trailer behind Oda and Tanaka fighting. So there was a lot to do in that span, and that's why like as good as that trailer was, we all still feel like obviously that is not our best potential at all we were just like, we were kind of really managed on time constraint. And I guess a good comparison, for example, is that um, art style update that you just watched then, mm -hmm. that 40 seconds was, it took the same amount of time to make that as it did the alpha and the previous trailer. So a lot, we could put a lot more time into stuff and we'll see like, I'd say once we are funded and in the swing of things it would probably be around a year of development left um okay. so i'd say maybe 2024 maybe 2024 sometime in there i could expect it if all goes well uh, but yeah that's pretty it's pretty much just the moment we get funding and we can move on to actually like creating the game at a consistent pace that's when we'll, it'll be easier to know when it's coming out so yeah that's fair you know i appreciate that you know it's an honest <laughs> answer it's a good answer <laughs> uh, I, you know, prayers growing up. I hope you get that funding. Thank you, thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I am so excited about this game. It's one of those ones that, obviously, being pro black and wanting that action, but mm -hmm. just seeing a familiar face behind it. You know, Yasuke ticks all of those boxes, <laughs> similar to someone else we had on the podcast, Love with Five Force Fighters. You know, mm. big fighting game guy, you know, the whole Budokai, <laughs> Ultimate Ninja Storm, you can even go to yeah. Tekken. And that is that, but centered around black people. So I'm a big fan of these kind of games where you're bringing the creativity and you just, you're kind of just taking it home, if you know what I mean. Mm. So I wish you every success, Will. Thank you so Thank much you. for coming on the pod. If there's you anything else you'd like, of course, you've been a great guest. If there's anything... <laughs> If there's anything else you'd like to say, or if you just want to promote your socials and let people know where they can find you, because I'm sure there's going to be people that's going to be like, where's this, where's this Yasuke brother at? You know, I want to find <laughs> out more. You know, this team, this man, this mm. man is managing people in Canada and the US and all of this. How <laughs> can the people keep up with you? Um, well, there is my Twitter, DalianceRNG. Um, there is the studio Twitter, uh, which is just Dalian Studios or Studio Dalliance is their handle. Um, we have the YouTubes, which Dalian Studios, same thing, and my own one, which is just Dalliance. Um, and then our Discord is like our community Discord is a lot more 
you know, homely. We vibe. We do game nights every now and again and kind of just chill with the community. And that one is we have our own custom invite link. So it's uh, discord.gg forward slash Stanley Studios. Um, nice. So, yeah, you'll be able to just join with that. And, yeah, that's pretty much the main places you can kind of find us. Uh, there's a few other places like Art Station and whatnot, but those are the main ones you'll get most of the info on. Um, I'd say... Definitely join the Discord because occasionally there may be a couple extra things that people get in the Discord compared to the other places. But yeah, so oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Last question: mm -hmm. um, the Netflix series Yasuke. How did you feel about that? Um, I enjoyed it for the most part. Like, I at the time I was like, oh, I want more. But then at the same time, I was like, I don't know. It was an interesting twist that they decided to do, with it, especially mm. with like future mechanical stuff that they added to it and whatnot. It's an interesting take, I'll say. Um, but I ask it a lot better. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no lies. That's <laughs> fair, that's fair. Because obviously uh, there was a lot of mixed reception to that. Um, mm. A lot of people, I feel they were expecting much more of a retelling. They wanted yeah. to see the tale of Yasuke and maybe it wasn't communicated effectively that this is going to be a lot more creative or um, it's going to be creatively loose from the original tales. Um, and I guess that kind of got me. Um, I quite liked what I saw, but I feel, I feel like I was told I'm going to get the original tale of Yasuke and then <laughs> I got this. I, I didn't mind all the robots and stuff, but... I don't know. I think just after or before Ghost of Tsushima came out as well, I was thinking we'd get more of a, hey, this is Ghost of Tsushima, but it's Yasuke. But, mm. you know, I, I don't think it was terrible. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, terrible. yeah, but I'm much more looking forward to Yasuke, a lost descendant. And I <laughs> hope you are too out there who's watching and listening. Right. We'll put a link in the chat um, or the chat <laughs> we'll put a link in the description so you can keep an eye on yasuke a lost descendant and shout out to you will for being featured on the fantastic brilliant black voices in gaming showcase Thank you very much <laughs> i'm hoping that's the first of many um and of course will i appreciate you for coming on i appreciate you um, having me Thank you very much. Uh, and if you want to keep an eye on the streamcast and what we're doing, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, streamcast underscore. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you are watching this on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com forward slash streamcast. Leave a comment. Are you excited? Or let me phrase this. What are you most excited about when it comes to Yasuke? <laughs> There's so much, whether it's the Afrobeats, whether it's the action adventure, the 3D art style, let us know what you are most excited about when it comes to Yasuke. We stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on Twitch, Streamcast TV. And of course, this podcast is available wherever you listen to your podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Amazon, you know, anywhere you listen to your pods, you can find us. Just search Streamcast and last but not least, check out our website, thestreamcast.co.uk, so you're the first to know about our upcoming events and our blogs. But until the next time, please take care of yourselves and your loved ones. Stay safe, and we'll see you on the next Streamcast. <laughs>